There are many certainties in Greek mythology. Tragedies, love, death, adventure, and most definitely, Zeus having a fling with someone. Whilst many see Zeus as a toxic womanizer, the ancient Greeks would often find humour in Zeus's misadventures, and there was a comedic element to his sexual appetite, as well as his efforts to hide his affairs from his wife Hera. Hera would adopt the traits of the jealous wife, and there was a facetious theme established in these stories, with Hera trying to uncover her husband's exploits and get her revenge. But going by some variations of mythology, Hera was not Zeus's first wife, and it would appear that he had been previously married to a titan named Dion. This might have first come about because of the name Dion, which was thought to be the feminine form of Zeus, but very little is known about their union, nor even how it came about, with some implying that she was not actually his wife, but more of a consort. Some tales also tell us that Zeus and Dion produced the goddess Aphrodite, the goddess of love. It is with Zeus that Dion was also thought to have been worshipped at a sacred grove near Leprion, as well as at the oracle of Dodona. It is believed that this particular oracle was the oldest in all of Greece, and whilst Dion might simply have been more of a tagon to Zeus, she was still recognised as an important deity, at least as Zeus's significant other. Perhaps in a more diplomatic take on their relationship, she has been referred to as a temple associate at Dodona, which I imagine is code for long-term booty call. Here she was thought to have three prophetesses, known as the Pelleides, those who worked for her and served as the goddess's priestesses. Greek geographer, philosopher and historian Strabo speaks briefly of the worship at Dodona and Dion's association with the temple alongside Zeus, telling us, At the outset it is true, those who uttered the prophecies at the oracle of Dodona were men. This too perhaps the poet Homer indicates, for he calls them hypophatai, and the prophets might be ranked among these. But later on, three old women were designated as prophets, after the goddess Dion also had been designated as a temple associate of Zeus. In some accounts, these women are referred to as the doves, perhaps in reference to the sacred bird of Dion's daughter Aphrodite. Strabo speaks of these doves, or pigeons in this case, and how three of these birds may have been conflated with the three priestesses, telling us, perhaps there was something exceptional about the flight of the three pigeons, from which the priestesses of Dion at Dodona were wont to make observations and to prophecy. And perhaps the much-talked Peleides were not birds, but three old women who busied themselves about the temple. Historically speaking, it was believed that the kings of Sparta and various Roman emperors would consult the oracle of Dodona, and that the oracle's answers could be interpreted 
by the rustling of leaves or the appearance of the aforementioned doves. In other accounts, the three priestesses of Dion were present to interpret such signs. In the Bibliotheca by Pseudo-Apollodorus, we see Dion recognised as one of the Titans, and she is described as being the daughter of the primordial beings Uranus and Gaia, much like the other Titans. Yet while she is described as being Aphrodite's mother by Zeus, she is not identified as his wife, and is instead relegated to just another one of Zeus's scandalous affairs. But there does exist another version of Aphrodite's birth by Hesiod, who does not mention Dion as a titan, and that Aphrodite was not a product of Zeus and Dion's copulation, but instead was formed from the foam that was produced from the severed testicles of Uranus, after they'd been thrown into the sea by Cronus. Another interesting note by Hesiod is that Dion was not listed as a titan, but instead listed as an Oceanid, a daughter of the titan Oceanus and Tethys. It could also be possible that this was confused with another Dion, a nymph and daughter of the titan Atlas, who would become the wife of King Tantalus. Aphrodite was also not the only child thought to be born from Dion, for there exists an account by 5th century grammarian Hesychius of Alexandria, who tells us that Dion was the mother of the Roman deity Bacchus, or the Greek equivalent Dionysus, the god of wine, whom she also bore from Zeus. Furthermore, it should also be noted that because of her relation to Dion, Aphrodite was sometimes referred to as Dionea, or sometimes even adopted her mother's name entirely as Dion. Whilst we've spoken about the priestesses of Dion, there are some ideas of her being a prophetic goddess herself, and that she was able to foresee events before they happened. In a Homeric hymn, we understand that she travelled to Delos, amongst the other goddesses, to witness the birth of Apollo, who would become one of the more important prophetic gods himself. Amongst the other goddesses, Dion's presence was important, for it was a commonality at the time to ensure the authenticity of a child's birth, and his lineage to his mother. In this case, it was paramount to have witnesses, for Apollo would have been the son of Zeus. It is also believed that Dion and the others assisted Leto with her birth of Apollo. We are told in a Homeric hymn, the titaness Leto, on the island of Delos, was racked nine days and nine nights with pangs beyond wont, and there were with her all the chiefest of the goddesses, Dion and Rhea, and Ichnea, and Themis, and loud moaning Amriphati, and the other deathless goddesses. Then the child leapt forth to the light, and the goddesses raised a cry. Straight away, great Phoebus Apollo, the goddesses washed you purely and cleanly with sweet water, and swathed you in a white garment of fine texture, new woven, and fastened a golden band about you. 
but perhaps one of the most vivid accounts of the goddess Dion is from Homer's Iliad, where she appears to nurse the wound that her daughter Aphrodite receives from the warrior Diomedes. In the Trojan War, Aphrodite makes an attempt to save her son Aeneas from Diomedes' rampage, but Diomedes sees her coming and before she can make the save, he strikes her with his spear between her wrist and her palm. Fearful of the Greek hero, Aphrodite flees to Olympus, where Dion is seen to heal her wound and to console her by reciting the wounds that the other gods had received by the mortals, perhaps in an attempt to reassure her that she was going to be okay. She also assures her that those who go against the gods will never win, and that Diomedes is on the wrong side of the battle. But whilst Dion is seen to be a comforting mother, Zeus has some varying reactions to his daughter's folly. In some accounts, he is amused by her attempt to save her son, and finds it quite funny that she had got wounded in the process. In other accounts, he appears to be annoyed that she had gotten involved in the first place, and warns her not to interfere with such matters again. 